You're catching up with Beck and Soda right now. But imagine laying poolside in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery's $3.5 million Henley Beach Grand Prize. Ticks at homelottery.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Happy Friday. You oh, know what Friday means? Well, we're ready. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, if you're a Monday to Friday, huh? You love this sort of thing. If you're a shift worker, well, yeah. it makes absolutely yeah. no difference to your life because you might be just starting your week right now. <laughs> Fridays is R&Bs. R&Bs. I love R&Bs <laughs> on Friday. The music is outstanding. It is really I must good admit music. this. Even my dad, who yeah. is 75 year old Dr. Phil, oh. um, he said, because he streams from Melbourne, and he goes, oh, you, you Don't can, mind you the music. You can get a nasal spray for that. <laughs> what? Just made it. I don't know. That is. Just what made it that? sound like a condition. He's, he's strange. He streams from Melbourne. Yeah, I don't know. I what, just, like there's a prostate issue with Maybe, him. yeah. That's where I was going with it, but oh, it yeah, didn't quite hit the mark. I'll acknowledge that, but would at you, 6 um, o'clock I'll improve. If you had the choice again, would you go down that path <laughs> or you'd probably just let that go through the keeper? Probably wouldn't try and make a joke about your dad's stream. Yeah. Sorry. Do you want me to start the show again? The good news <laughs> is he doesn't have any prostate issues, so it didn't hit close to the heart, so I'm yeah. happy to run oh down that God, path. I can't imagine. <laughs> I've got to admit, though, I don't know, just talking about streams, um, I don't know if Big Jim has any issues with him and the as twins. In, as in my husband. But yes, when you're looking in that particular area. But I've I don't noticed, look. I, <laughs> my eyes are tightly shut. All right. Oh keep going, Soda. I know where you're going. Yeah, keep going. The one thing that I'm realising is I think there's a direct correlation between age and the power of your stream. Oh. Because when I was little, right, you know, when you're with your mates and you're just having a little wee. No, I don't, because girls don't wee in teams. But anyway. I wasn't asking you. I was going to tell you a story about me. It's not about you, mate. Oh, what I was going to say is when you're a young fella and you're just having a little wee with your mates, you'd sort of wee over the fence. You'd know this, JB. Yes, and you can wee over the yes. fence. And you just go, bang, have a look at this. Look Scream at right over the How top. Now I look at it and I go, <laughs> right, I'm going to be at a fence. You know, if you're at someone's barbie and you're just having a little tinkle out the back because you don't want to clog up the toilet Again, there. Weird, I'll anyway. look at the fence and I'll go, I am not even any chance no. to get over shoulder height and if I push too hard there's a chance I could fart and a fart's going to end up in a shark because I've got no more control in my life oh yeah. my God. that's what happens that's it that's life welcome to life over 40 <laughs> and sorry not over, over 40 you really took a decade off there buddy didn't you SAFM's Beck and Soda we made it guys almost mm. at the weekend oh yes uh, guess we are where, guess where I'm going today don't know Two where. of my favourite places. I'm going to Port Adelaide and I'm going to a brewery. Oh, nice. We're going to the Big Shed. The big Beautiful. Shed. The Big Shed. Drink up, mate. Responsibly, of do course. You, do you want to join me for lunch? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love nothing more than to be with you all the time. But... I do have a big meeting I've got to be at, though. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's all right. I'll keep, I'll, well, there'll be another time. There'll be another time. <laughs> Let me know. Uh, I've got here. stuff on. I'm here. Uh, I've got stuff I'm, on. I mean, I'm pretty busy, too. Oh, you know, I, I'm actually, pretty well, busy. You know when we can catch up? Six till nine Monday morning. <laughs> there you go. Hey, this weekend, make sure you get into a Romeo's Foodland family-owned community miner. They are jam-packed full of Beck and Soda's buns for yes. you to get your hands on. Every packet of buns you buy goes to help feed kids that need their breakfast through Kickstart for Kids. So please get on board and help out. And hey, they're beautiful buns. They're moist. They're juicy. They're yes. delicious. Yes. All right. It is a Friday. Uh, we've fitted a lot in this week. Let's take a listen. Get on Soda. Yeah, get a load of these strangers, eh? It's been a minute, guys. We didn't have a get a load last week because we had that, um... Oh, geez, 
what was it? Oh, yeah. Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party, where we took the best acts from the Garden of Unearthly Delights, crammed them on a bus to Renmark, and truly brought the laughs to the locals in support of victims of flooding. Or something along those lines. Right, well, this week would have had to have offered up some pretty meaty gear to top that. Not uncommon for me to open Instagram, but I, uh... Oh, riveting. I opened it on the weekend and received one of the more shocking messages what? I've ever received. Uh, the... Was it one of those, what do you call it, when someone slips in India? Yes. It, Slides um... in India? They do a DM to you. Doing a DM to <laughs> Don't know, don't. <laughs> yeah, somebody did a DM to me on the weekend. Ah, it's okay, Soda. I don't understand young people vernacular either. Like, who is Snapchat? And why are they called tweets if they aren't being sent by birds? And all these gosh darn Frank Green drink bottles? What the heck? Your daughter, I know, is into Frank Green drink bottles. Yeah, so this whole Frank Green phenomenon is quite remarkable, isn't it? Who is Frank Green anyway? It actually doesn't seem quite right. <laughs> Some old boy, Frank Green. And all go, oh, geez, I want a Frank Green. I I don't think you do, Sienna. I honestly don't think you need a Frank Green in your life. No, no. Not at all. Just keep drinking that BPA, baby. Kids are too soft these days anyway. Any more scathing critiques there, Soda? Is it right or wrong to sack a member of your bridal party? I had a friend who was sacked because she got pregnant and the bride didn't want a pregnant woman in the photos. If this bridesmaid is her friend, because she's going to be pregnant, she didn't want a picture of her standing next to her. Yep, she didn't want to have to accommodate the dress. Come on, that's pathetic. It's like turning around saying, well, someone, you can't be in my bridal party because you're so good looking, people will look at you in the picture instead of me. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake. No, Soda, you are absolutely right. That is shocking. Absolutely poor form from the bride there. And speaking of poor form, and of Beck. This was about 8.58 on Friday. You just threw this little one in. I had a house inspection once when I lived in Port Pirie and I forgot and I left my undies in the middle of the floor. Oh, yuck. I didn't get my bond back. <laughs> Sometimes when you get to the end of a show, you forget that your microphone goes out to other people and you just go, oh, I've got a story for this. And then you actually realise that you have broadcast that across <laughs> South Australia, that I have soiled knickers on I the floor. Soiled! There's occupational health and safety issues here. I mean, the property manager could probably slip and do a back on us. Wait a second here, guys. Shocking. Poor form. Undies. That silly cartoon running noise? We're about to play the audio from when the entire SAFM content team lost their eyesight. That's right. Soda got his c- out. We are getting some new taps for the ensuite. And you said no one was interested in my tap journey. If we get one call, I'll run nude around this studio. This is a full board of callers about taps. This is insane. This is great. I'm so happy right now. Get it off! He's gone! He's gone! He's going! He's gone! And he is out of here! Hello, HR? Oh, gosh, where to begin? <laughs> and before I go, I just wanted to highlight this little gem. So Beck made a jingle for Beck and Soda's buns, and it went like this. Bun, 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 That's the way you've got to go, so put your buns in the trolley when I say so. And then Soda tried to do it. Bun, 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 bun. And so now I made this. Bun, 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 bun. You're welcome. See you next week, guys. Run through the week thanks to Medibank Presents Park Run. To register, search Medibank Presents Park Run. Live better with Medibank. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. 
I think the off-air show sometimes would be quite remarkable compared to the on-air show we're allowed That's to true. do. If only no. I could tell you, Adelaide, what Rebecca Morse was just talking no. about. I would love to, but we'd be taken off I'm air for life. I'm a very good girl. Uh, so this is something that's very PG, that actually probably G-rated this one. We're talking dog names. Yesterday I brought you the story about the woman who works for a pet insurance company. She's gone viral yes. because she shared some of the mm. funny names that people register their pets under. Things like Goblin King. Soup. <laughs> she said the name of her husband or a dog? Uh, soup, yogurt, lotion. Like, oh, imagine terrible. yelling out in a park, lotion. Mr. Ugly. <laughs> Mr. Ugly. Oi, Mr. Ugly. And then, of course, there was the bloke from um, Murray Bridge who was looking for a partner, a lady friend, and mentioned mm. that his dog called Dogfing had just been mauled by his other dog. Mm. Dogfing. Dog like, what should we call him? He's a, oh, I don't know, he's a dogfing. Let's call him Dogfing. Oh, it wasn't even a dog thing. It was no, a dog, dog thing. thing with an F. Right. Um, what are some of the other names here that they've read? Oh, Graham. Well, Graham's a good oh, name. Well, yeah. we talked about yes. having um, human, human names. names, but imagine you're at the dog park. Graham! Graham. And about three blokes look around. Graham! Graham! Get here. Um, <laughs> big boy. There's another one. Imagine that at the dog park. I could imagine you, Beck. Come here, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's going to take you home now, big boy. Hey, big boy, you want a treat? <laughs> big boy. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. big boy. The most. The, the most. Big boy. I can't even whistle. <laughs> the most famous audio of someone having calling their out of control dog is. Fenton, you know this YouTube video? Mm, all right, so just paint the picture. We're in a field, guy's walking What's his happening? dog, there's sheep in the distance. If you've not seen <laughs> Fenton, it's like the original no. viral YouTube right, video. His, lo- his dog is chasing sheep. It gets okay. away from him. Here we go. Fenton! Fenton would not come back. Um, Fenton was not coming no. back and he was very angry. It's one of those things because you know when you, you agonise over what your children's names are going to be? Yeah. Do people do the same thing with dogs and pets? Because like you're thinking, it's more likely that you're going to be yelling out to your dog than your kids. Yeah. They sit there and go, Felix, Felix, get mm. over here. Mm. But if it's your dog, yeah. big boy, come over here. Can you stop boy. saying big boy? You, actually, I wonder if people take that into account. Mm. All right. You need to be yelling them out at a dog. <laughs> yeah, you've got to practice them. Yeah. On the mm. beach. All right, 131060, we want your funny dog names and we want you to yell them out. Like you're at the dog park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us your dog name. Something yeah. out of the ordinary, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah It's going to yeah, sound yeah. a bit weird when you're yelling it out. Absolutely. <laughs> 131060, what's your dog name? Angie from Linton. If you're at the dog park right now, okay. call your dog for us. Nuts! Nuts! Go nuts! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Angie. Who, who came up with nads? My ex-husband. Just so you could say, go Nads. (laughs) That is so juvenile, Angie. Angie, like, isn't it? Was that that the actual motivation so that he could stand there at the dog park, throw a ball and go, go Nads? Exactly. Oh, that's good. (laughs) That is wonderful. Tyler is 11. Tyler, can you yell out your uh, your dog's name for us? Dumpling. Dumpling. Oh, Dumpling, Tyler. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what sort of dog's dumpling? A King Charles Cavalier. Cavalier. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And did you come up with the name or who did that? Uh, me. Brilliant. I love that. Yeah. It'd make you hungry at the I dog know, park. I, my mouth's watering a little bit. Dumpling. <laughs> yes, please. Dumpling. Your order's ready. Okay. Uh, Trace from Hackham. Right, Trace, you're at the dog park. What are you yelling out? Snake! 
Snake! <laughs> <laughs> you do not want to hear that no. when you're out in public. Oh, <laughs> that's that? Rufa. That's Is that specifically why you called your dog Snake, just to cause drama? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no. oh, good on you, Trace. I love that one. <laughs> Magnificent. Right, we are looking for those quirky dog names, 131060, or you can send us a little texty, 04885-52107. Right, Beck, we're at the SAFM Dog Park. What's happening? All right, Kerry and Morphe Val, call your dog. Security! Security! <laughs> Over here! Security! That is brilliant. Uh, oh, that is great. What kind of dog is it, Carrie? She's a stuffy cross kelpie. Oh, uh, that's, it, a, that's a security looking dog, really, isn't um, it? Has come up with well, a name? she should be called Insecurity because she's such a big sook, but yeah. <laughs> How did you come up with the name, Carrie, and why? She was a rescue dog, and she was already named when we got her. So because she was um, over the age of two when we got her, we thought we can't change her name, so we're stuck with security. That's great. I love it. That's beautiful well, stuff. Kerry, as a fellow rescue mama, oh, I thank go. you for giving a dog a home. You You're a special person. Oh, yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. I always have rescue dogs. All right, nice can you just give us one more, Kerry? You're in the dog park. <laughs> Take us out. Security! Yeah, security! <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, we have a slogan and we have buns and we have a launch and it's right now. Beck and Soda have the buns you need. Because your Easter won't be Easter without Beck and Soda's hot cross buns. Get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. That is Jane from Gawler who came up with that wonderful slogan and the slogan I reckon should be out and about because today is launch day, Beck. <laughs> I did enjoy the little recorder in there as well because didn't we all learn to play hot cross buns on the recorder in primary school? Absolutely. Uh, so, yes, head into your uh, Romeo Foodland today. There are 26 all across Adelaide and you will see our buns, our Balfour's buns, and if you buy a pack, money will go towards Kickstart for Kids because they need a new refrigerated van to mm-hmm. help feed mm-hmm. hungry tummies, and we want to help them with that. And we are about to sample oh, our buns. Oh. We're going to get our hands all over our buns. Our boss, Flack, has been... Yeah. Um, oh, my God, what have you... Flack, what have you done go. to them? They Those... smell beautiful. What have you butchered them? They're flat cross They're buns. Flat, what, what, have what, have you, what have you done to them? What do you mean? I cooked them in a panini press. <laughs> panini press. Mate, if they're hot cross buns. An oven or a microwave. Are you some sort of hipster? Well, how... A panini press. Well, we like, don't have a griller at SAFM. Like, they look what do you like toasties. They look like toasties, You've mate. flattened them. You've oh, taken the life out of the buns. Oh, they Sorry, were fluffy guys. and moist and sweet. <laughs> And you've it's butchered them. You've, they've got no life in them. They're flat and squashed. Just and... put more butter on them then. Can you just tell me what you put them in again? Honestly, I, I, t- I go out of my way to make you breakfast for the launch of your hot cross buns. I get, I literally get my hands on Beck and Soda's buns, and this is what I get. But can you just tell us again what instrument did you use to toast these? A panini press. They're about one centimetre. <laughs> you have absolutely squeezed right. the you know life they, out I'm of these sure buns. I'm sure they'll still taste good. They do. Well, I'm trying one now. Try, try one. I, you, so oh, just going the raisin one. The oh, it tastes good. Yeah. I've got the one with the fruit. Yeah. See? They do but taste good. But I've <laughs> got to tell you, they were. I looked at them when we saw them and brought them all in, and they're fluffy <laughs> yeah. and they're moist and they're sweet. Now these are like half a centimetre high. <laughs> they're it's a like we- you've jumped they're, on them. They're a weapon. You throw <laughs> okay. them. All right. Knock in his out. defense, he's a radio boss. He's not a chef. <laughs> you know, you know what? He, 
next week you need to get a celebrity chef on and he can tell he or she can tell you how they're done properly because in my head those are perfect do you know you know what would happen if we were in this situation Gordon Ramsay walked in here in kitchen nightmares oh yeah he would grab each side of it he'd put them on the other side of your head and go what are you yeah I'm, I'm an idiot sandwich. No, you're an idiot hot cross bun. There you go. Because we've got them on either side anyway, of your head. You know what? You can cook them any way you like. Just buy them from Foodland. There you go. I'm out. Radio's yeah. Foodland, family-owned, community-minded. They are in stores officially now. Proceeds going to Kickstart for Kids so we can get them this van. I've never do. seen anyone in my life <laughs> stuff up hot just, cross buns. They should stick to radio. That's fine. My They're God. great. They cook taste them however delicious. You want. Don't put them in um, a panini press. If you've got a panini press, I mean, have a look at yourself anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. If you've got a panini press... Stop deconstructing your smashed avocado. Cut your man bun off and actually get on with hey, life. Look, we know they're in Romeo's today, so thirteen ten sixty. Or your ponytail. Give us a call. Have you wake up your hipsters? Yes. Have you have found you, them? Have you found them? Oh. Have you bought them? Do you have your hands on back and side and buns? Picked some up last night oh, really? at Door Park. Okay. All right. Well, oh, here we go. What time do they open? About seven a.m. Yeah, they'd be open now. Right. Definitely. If you've already been in to get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns, can you give us a call? Beck and Soda have the buns you need. Cause your Easter won't be. Easter with our Beck and Soda's hot cross buns. Get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. Okay, we want you to get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. As of today, you go into a Romeo's Foodland and you will see these beautiful Balfour's hot cross buns. And if you buy them, the proceeds will go to Kickstart for Kids to help buy them a new van. Right, well, we had to bring in the big guns and we certainly have Anthony Romeo joins us here, part of the trio of brothers that run these magnificent 26 Romeo Foodland stores right across South Australia. Anthony, thanks so much for coming in. Good morning, Beck and Soda. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me in. Um, you know, the best part is, Anthony, you have your hands on our buns. <laughs> Definitely. And they're good buns too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, the, actually, we've got um, some in our hot little hands here. Um, they're called traditional moist buns. Very moist. <laughs> Very moist, yeah. That's good. It's important. Toast them, put some butter on them. That's it. Anthony, we've got to say from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much to you and your family-run business and to Belfast for getting behind this because it's a wonderful cause what Ian Steele is doing with Kickstart for Kids. And, and thank you guys for your support and uh, it's a great initiative. Now, we've got fruit buns and fruitless buns. I've got to ask, as a man who loves his buns, do you like a little bit of sultana in yours or no? I like a lot of sultana. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the spice. Yes. I but, like fruitless because there's still spice. There's still a cinnamony spice. Yeah, but the chocolate's better. Right. Chocolate's close to my heart. But we don't have chocolate. Um, uh, what do you mean? So. Oh, we might have to do something about that. Well, is there no chocolate in them? I don't think we have a chocolate option. Well, we've got the boss here. Can we get a chocolate option by the end of the month? Uh, we'll, we'll speak to Balfour. We'll push him, I think. <laughs> Maybe we could get a freckle. Sorry? A freckle in our buns. Oh, no. <laughs> this is what we're dealing with, Anthony, every single day. Um, now, you guys uh, have been going great guns logistically because we only got our beautiful slogan, get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. Jane from Gawler suggested that. The printers have been going nuts yesterday. Have we got everything out today? Yeah, stock's coming out. Um, so please, everyone, get behind it. It's a great cause. We want to try and sell as much as possible and want to raise a lot of money. I also heard a little rumour that there were um, life-size Beck and Soda um, cardboard cutouts with some bunny ears. Is that, are you concerned that could put shoppers off? No. <laughs> 
Well, hopefully it'll attract customers. <laughs> well, speaking of customers, we need bun ambassadors. So what we want you to do is take a pic, either maybe with our cardboard cutouts in store or with the buns at home, post it on your socials, make sure you tag SAFM Adelaide so we can see it. Yep, and every week we will draw someone out who has tagged us and taken their pic, Beck, and we will give away a $250 voucher. Thank you to Romeo's to go and fill up your trolleys. Very generous. Rightio. Anthony, thank you so much for everything you've done, and thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, SAFM, for a great cause. Beautiful. Now, if you have had the chance already to get out there, because the stores, uh, Anthony, have been open since around 7am, all 26 of them or thereabouts, mm-hmm. um, if you've got your hands on some buns, we'd love to know, 131060, have oh. a look at this. This oh, is great. Oh, our first bun ambassador, Kirsty from Oakden. Have you got your hands on our buns? I have, and they were very moist, so thank you, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Even toasted. Did you go fruit or no fruit? I went for fruit because Balfour's buns don't have any of that yucky peel that I don't like. Anymore. Oh, that's good. Peel. That's good. Brilliant. And whereabouts did you pick yours up from? From Mitchum. I had to do a bit of a detour, but it was worth it. Oh, yeah, good. So, oh, you for went a good out of cause like Kickstart. I did, but Kickstart is an awesome cause. So, good on you guys. Oh, thank you so much, Kirsty. One of our very, very first bun ambassadors. Well done, you, Kirsty, yeah. for doing that. That is outstanding. So, make sure you get into your Romeo's Foodlands, yep. Mawson Lakes, Erindale, Greenwich, uh, Rosewater, Salisbury, East Stirling. They are all over the place. Marion, go and pick up your buns, take a pick. Make sure you tag us, Beck, and you could pick up not only a helping kickstart for kids, but you could also pick up a $250 voucher to spend at Romeo's Foodland. And then you can buy more of the buns and more money goes towards kickstart for kids. SAFM's Beck and Soda. I think in our busy lives we don't often stop down and tell our family members or our friends uh, what we really think about them. Um, and it's important to do it. It is. And you're right. Sometimes you just could go a long time. You know, I grew up in a family where we never talked a lot about our emotions and feelings. Yeah. And now I try to do it every day with the kids. Yeah. I tell my kids every day that I love them, Mm -hmm. but I don't specifically sit down and say, I'm proud of you for this reason. Mm -hmm. And you know, we could be hit by a bus tomorrow. And I think it's Mm -hmm. important to communicate that. So we had a lovely opportunity last night. Um, Miller, my middle child. Uh, is in year nine. She's 14 and they do something at the school because that's kind of the formative years for them. They're sort of leaving being a child and progressing into an adult, but they're still innocent enough to kind of get into their little brains. Because, you know, once you get older than 14, they just get a bit too cool for school. So I think 14 is a good age to kind of still mould them a little bit. You've still got the ability to influence, Beck. Just a and little bit. And take that bit. responsibility with enormous importance. So we have this evening where we write letters. Uh, so um, James and I, my husband, wrote a letter yeah. to Miller and she wrote one back to how, us. How long is it since you, a handwritten letter? Ha, well, yeah. Well, no, I didn't you get the okay. typewriter out, please. Oh, right. um, I was going to, I was actually going to type it and then I yeah. thought, well, that's a bit impersonal. So no, I, I wrote it out longhand. Brilliant. My handwriting has deteriorated over the years. Do you know that's interesting? Was your hand sore after a little bit? My hand was really <laughs> sore. <laughs> Remember at school, yeah. you'd, you'd write non-stop all day yeah. and you'd develop little calluses on your fingers and you just get used to it. Now, because we hardly write, if you've got to write something of length. Yeah, it was a good sort of two A4 pages. And yeah, my hand was hard. sore. <laughs> uh, and anyway, we exchanged the letters uh, last night at school and it was, it was quite a beautiful emotional mm. moment. And I said all the things that I hope and dream for her and how proud I am. And we also shared some funny memories Great. of stuff we'd 
done together. Her letter back to me was beautiful. She said, you know, that I was the best mummer in the world, but you have to, I mean, all the stories, all of the letters would have she said She has a lot to compare no, with, exactly. though, because you're, you're the only, only mum she's, she's ever but had. Anyway, well, take it as a win. <laughs> but she also shared this story that I'd completely forgotten about, and I'm very concerned that this is a core memory for her. She sat down and thought, what does my mum mean to me? She said, mum, I'll never forget that day on Easter Sunday when we were walking along the beach and a man jogged past with his shirt off mm. and you said, well, that's an egg I'd like to eat. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't even remember saying it. <laughs> I don't what? even remember how old she was. I what probably does... thought she was too young to know what I meant. <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that mean? A man with a shirt off runs past and you go, that's an egg I'd like to eat? What does that mean? Mm, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Smell is a very evocative sense, isn't it? You can smell, smell. something and it can take you back to Absolutely. your childhood or a moment in time or a holiday or a relationship. It, well, yes. It takes you back to a relationship, a smell. Yeah. yeah. If I smell like Brute 33, yes. it makes me think of a boy I had a crush on in like first year of high school. Oh, that's really? What he, he was splashing it around. <laughs> Imagine going to high school with a bit of Brute on <laughs> in that first year too. You'd be going, you'd be pretty ambitious, wouldn't you? Going into high school thinking, oh, pretty my chance to lure the ladies. <laughs> bit of Brute 33 or some Old Spice. Old Spice. Uh, what was your, what's your favourite smell though? Harry, Prince Harry was asked this question. Favourite smell? Favourite smell? <laughs> my wife. Oh. That's a lie. What a big suck. That's a lie. Well, you've got to think about it. His family hates him, so he's got to stay in her good books or he'll have no one. <laughs> Seriously. Do you know what? Megan looks like she would smell expensive. <laughs> what, because of what the cologne she would wear? Yeah, she would. Think? Yeah. She wouldn't be going the eau de toilette. She wouldn't be skipping showers like me. <laughs> she would be bathing daily. Favourite smell? 100% soda? parfum. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you a great smell. My favourite smell is, remember where oh, the old West End factory was before they shut it down the last year or two, just mm. at Thebiton there on Port Road? Well, where Channel 7 is, yeah. you used to sometimes with the wind, you'd get the waft of the yeast brewing and you'd get that come over the Channel well, 7 car park and pull no. into work, open my car door, yeah. sometimes you just go... Oh, that's a beaut. That yeasty smell is awesome. Mm, beer. You like that? No, because I don't like the smell of beer. Yeah, but it doesn't smell like beer. I think it does a bit, though. It smells like the yeast as it's actually brewing and cooking. It doesn't smell mm. like fresh bread, though. That smells good. Well, no, it doesn't smell like fresh bread because it's beer. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, fresh bread's a great smell. What else mm. do you like? Um, oh, mine are all real traditional. I don't have any quirky ones. Right. Like, I like. What about the smell of James, your husband? Like, Mm. Prince Harry and Mayor and mm, Megan, do you no, go? No, not, not the really. smell of James in the morning um, really gets me excited. I don't mind the smell. I don't like mind the smell of seaweed because it reminds oh, yeah. me of the beach. Yeah, Even though nice. it's a bit pungent, that's but nice. it's still yeah. like it's an oceany smell. I, I'll tell you a smell I got yesterday that you'll love. Um, I was running along Glynburn Road oh, going for a little jog. Again. Yes, mm. and you shirt know, the, on or off, <laughs> just uh, for my mental picture. <laughs> oh no, it was pretty cold, so okay. I just had the shirt on. But yeah. you know what I ran past the fruit shocks factory. Oh. Do you know what that is? And the sweet smell mm. of, I don't know if it was your fruit chocks or what it was coming out of there or some of their other great products. It was beautiful and it made me want to run faster. I that's, loved it. That's the smell of men's. <laughs> it, it is the smell of men's. <laughs> oh, you know what else smells good? Men's. The, um, hot cross buns smell good. Oh, yeah, that's Love good. Love a hot fresh, cross bun fresh, smell. Fresh. Yeah, we'll get to that. We've got Beck and Soda's buns. You can yeah. smell our buns daily. Mm. All right, 13, 10, 60. What's your favourite smell, but make it quirky? Not like right, freshly so cooked like grass or, you know, rain oh, on the pavement. <laughs> we are talking your favourite smell. Um, 
Prince Harry um, was asked this question on a talk show as he does the rounds promoting uh, Spare, his new book, uh, and said... Favourite smell? Favourite smell? (laughs) My wife. (laughs) What about the little bit before he says it and he goes... <laughs> My oh wife. <laughs> Come on. If he reckons his wife is the favourite smell in the world, I think he's telling fibs. Mm. That's I... just trying to get brownie points because his whole family are off him. Right. <laughs> he's trying to keep one person in his life sweet. I'll tell you what is a nice smell. Um, the smell of your baby's head. Oh, Can you that's remember a great that? smell. Yes, that mm-hmm. milky fresh. Yeah, I love that. That is a great smell. All right, so we're asking on thirteen ten sixty your favourite smell, but make it a little quirky. Don't make it that your normal ones. Curly and Evanston, what's yours? I absolutely love the smell of puppy breath. <laughs> oh, it's, but it smells like dog food. <laughs> no, not always. When they're really little, they're just, I don't know, I love the smell. And if I could bottle it up, I would. Puppy, what does it smell like? Is it like something else? Can you can give us an idea? I, I don't know. I guess it'd kind of be like, you know, the smell of your baby's head. It's just, yeah. but it's like the dog version. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, Kirillia, as dogs get a bit older, they start to realise that oh, they yeah. can do things with their tongues that we can't as humans. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. So that's why it's a bit, be a puppy, you know, a dog. yeah, puppy, yeah. Okay. before dog they breath. can reach. Yeah, dog <laughs> breath, yeah. Yeah, before they can reach. Oh, yes. Okay, all right, Catherine Morfavell, what's your favourite smell? Uh, good morning, guys. Um, I love, like, the kids' picture book, the plastic overlay that they have on the pages. I could literally <sighs> sit there for ages and just sniff the pages. It's so strange. Does it take you back to your own childhood, Catherine? It actually does, and that's why I love reading with my kids because I just sit yeah. there for a that's minute. That's so true. And, Catherine, you just can't smell a Kindle, can you? <laughs> no. no. That's, that's why good. It's never the yeah, same. I like that. Before the books go into the library and all these other filthy animals are put their fingers all over them and you're sniffing it going, ooh, I don't How like are that. you really taking it down the bad smell path this morning? Um, hey, do you, what about this one? Uh, uh, producing the, the, Nicole, producer Nicole has just written that research has shown that delicious baby scent of their heads is a biological trick to encourage bonding between a parent oh. and a child. Oh. That's actually a good point, isn't good it? Facts. Yeah. How's that? Mm. There you go. Bio- biology, hey? <laughs> I didn't study biology at school. I can't even say it. I did I did physics and chem, though. I'm All real right. smart-like. Okay. Biology. Okay. Biology. Let's go to biology. Michael. All right, maybe. Michael and Kimber Park. What smell do you like? A cattle truck. Oh, Michael. If I see a cattle truck coming towards me, I'll stick the head out the, out the window and take a big whiff. Oh, you're messed up. <laughs> I grew up around them as a kid, and that just brings me back when Dad used to drive them. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll, I like I'll pay that. that. I'll yeah. pay that. Yeah, you, you'll just take the smell of cow crap just because it reminds out. I do like them all, but that's, yeah. that's what uh, yeah, said before. Yeah, I love before. the smell of mm. impending death. <laughs> but that ability to have something take you back. So even exactly. if it's cow poo, yeah. it can take you to a happy memory with your dad. Yeah, good on you, yeah. Michael. Good on you, Michael. Yep. Not so happy thank with you. the cows. Well, all right, yeah. thank you, Michael. Just let's finish on here. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. All right, we've got a bun ambassador on the line. Who have we got here? You've got Anne Morse. Oh. And I've just got my hands on Beck and Soda's buns. <laughs> well, you have to because you're my mum, so it's your job to support me. So thanks, mum. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful work. Mum uh, Morse. A lovely day, Anne. Mm. Very, very nice indeed. Right, so make sure you get your hands on our okay. buns and let us know. Take a pic and yeah. make sure you send it, put it on our socials. And Beck, what do you do with socials? Uh, you, <laughs> you tag 
at SAFM Adelaide. We're not doing a hashtag. We're keeping it simple because you couldn't get your head around a hashtag. So just tag us. Just Mm. tag. And we'll give away a $250 voucher into Romeo's Foodlands every week if you're out buying our buns and helping feed the kids. Hey, it's a Friday. Let's do this, shall we? Uh You're unbelievable. Bun-believable. Yes, let's make it bun-believable. Take a movie title and give it a little bit of Easter hot cross bun feel. Just be a little creative. Rebecca Morse, what have you got? I'm going to kick things off with the Bunga Games. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Yep. The Bunga yep. Games. Yep. All right. 13, um, 10, 60, get involved if you've yeah. got a bun pun. What about Sarah Jessica Parker in Girls Just Want to Have Bun? I loved that movie. Loved it. So did my sister. She watched it about mm. 400 so times I. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Did you? It was so good. Mm. Right. Um, oh, I got one. Yep. This is for all the dog lovers out there. Sure. Um, bun 100 and Bun Dalmatians. <laughs> Great. What about Bunny I Shrunk the Kids? Yes. No. Oh, uh, bun Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, I had that oh, one. Stop Draw it. a line yeah. through that. Right. Okay, um, sorry. Producer Rubes is in. What do you got? Um, I've got The Good, The Bun and The Ugly. Yeah, no. Yep. Not bad. Or uh, Bun Lola Bun. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. How about third rock from the button? <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, this is the most obvious one. I can't believe no one said it yet. I'll buzz yeah. it out already. Oh, someone's just called with it. Let's let her do it. <laughs> oh, what are you really? Okay. Paula. Paula, what do you got? Top bun. Yeah. Oh, top bun. Yeah, very nice. That was low hanging fruit, that one. That's like a great that one, one, Paula. I well like done. Um, what about this one? Blondes have more bun. Um, a few good buns. It doesn't rhyme, but I love that. You're just inserting the buns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, you can. Um, Um, The Aussie movie, Two Hands on Buns. Two Hands on Buns. Did you just give yourself a tick? I'm allowed to. I'm allowed Um, What about some like it hot cross buns? Yeah, okay. um, We've got another one. Uh, Leon, Leon, what do you got? How are we, guys? Terrific, buddy. Have you got a little movie you can tweak for us? I've got a real Australian one, Crocodile Bundy. Oh, that's yes. not a bun, that's a bun. Oh, yeah. There you go. Leon, you're on fire. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh, look at these trending topics. So does the name Jacob Elordi mean anything to you? Absolutely nothing. Who is Jacob Elordi? <laughs> well, my children were very excited that he was in Adelaide last night for an exclusive opening of a watch store. Oh, right. That's interesting. Uh, the Tug Hoyer You, you had me at, um, here for a watch opening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a little dark over here that I was left off the invite list just quietly. I, I beg your pardon? <laughs> oh, hang on. Kidding. Sort of a little bit backtrack? Um, no. Did you just say... <laughs> Only You're... because I wanted to meet him. Hang on. You don't, one, you don't know who he know is. Who he is. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang so on. much credit right. with my kids yeah. if hang I on. had a selfie with hang him. On. Because <laughs> he's from Euphoria. And my daughter, my 19-year-old daughter is obsessed with Euphoria. You would know it. It's um, it's sort of like the messed up modern heartbreak high. Yeah, let's it's not bury the lead here. Yeah. Okay, let's not bury the lead. Go let's back. just go just back a little bit. Go back. So you said you have no idea who he is. But you're now annoyed... With whoever the PR company is no, opening I'm the watch company, because you said, "Why was I not I did invited?" Not say that I jokingly said, "Little Darko." I couldn't go anyway. I had something else on. You but wanted a photo with someone. You I wanted didn't a photo. Know. No, I just, I, I think my daughter would have been really impressed if I got to meet him. That's all. 
I don't. I don't need to be on a red carpet. I just wanted to meet this guy. See what well, the fuss is about. You made it pretty clear that you're happy, also, that, happy that you weren't. He's 1.96 meters. What's that? Six. Uh, just that's big. Oh, oh wow. that's um, that's your AFL ruckman almost, or your yeah, big, he looks big like a basketballer in these be, photos. Oh, that's about six seven, isn't it? Yeah. Six eight. Also, he's also famous for who he's dated. Oh, yeah. He's dated Zendaya, who's one of probably the biggest female star in the world right now. Spider Man. Is she is Spider Woman? No, she's, she's Spider-Man's... Do you watch... Do you have any interest in pop culture at all? Even I know who Zendaya is. She just set the world alight on the red carpet Amazing. at the SAGs. Spider-Man's um, girlfriend. At the what? The SAGs. The Screen Actors Sags? Guild. Oh, if, if you... Pay attention in what this goss segment. What are you talking segment. about for this now, last two minutes? Now, um, most Sags. recently, he's been dating Kaya Gerber, who's Cindy Crawford's daughter, who's now dating Austin Butler. Now you're in my wheelhouse. Elvis. I know who Cindy Crawford is. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I just want to unpack his fashion for a second because he's a real Harry Highpants last mm. night. Like big, baggy, sort of 50s-style white white pants. I think you could rock that look, Harry. Yeah, he looks like he's fielding in first slip at Delhi. <laughs> you need he's some white high-waisted big pants. Big white pants. I want to see them on Channel 7 tonight. You in high-waisted Jacob Elordi pants. Get in them. You better check your inbox to see if you've been invited to anything tonight. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Well, Beck, one of those studies has come out again where they start ranking cities globally oh, and yeah. where we sit. Uh, this one is the friendliest cities in the world, right? And you know, we were normally always up there in that sort of standard of living. You, Adelaide sort of gets thrown around the top 10, top yeah, 20. Yeah, usually, yeah. Most of the time. Well, this is the, uh, the top cities in the world in terms of friendliness. I've got the top 10 here. Guess what? No Adelaide. In fact, there is only one Australian city in there. Um, And there are cities like Copenhagen in Denmark, uh, Barcelona, Madrid in Spain, Vienna in Austria. Um, This, I find this unusual. The number two friendliest city on the planet, Paris. Oh, Paris is many things, but it's not friendly. If you've ever been fortunate enough to go along to Paris or unfortunate in that regard, Mm. we, we, um, a lot of rudeness in Paris. I think they pride themselves on being rude. There is a lot of arrogance. They blow smigarettes, smoke smigarettes, smoke. What's going on? They do that to you. Um, And they refuse to speak English sometimes when you (laughs) go in and ask for your baguette. I know Mm. that that's very stereotypical. You'd ask for a baguette, but no, no English. Un baguette, palu, Simple play. Simple play. How are you going today? Not having a great day. Having a great day. You keep talking. Say, well, you keep talking. I about thought English wasn't your first language. We certainly know that French isn't. I can't um, speak any languages today. Guess what the number one friendliest city on the planet is? Melbourne, Australia. What? Melbourne. Oh. Come on. I did spend a lot of my life in Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, and I would have thought Adelaide is a little friendlier, but I love looking here at the Tizer because they've got the story in the paper, and then they've said, no, these are all the reasons why Adelaide is more friendly than Melbourne. One of them they've said here is the traffic wave. This is what's written. Let someone in from a side street on Goodwood Road or Churchill Road or Paynham Road, and you'll get the little wave, the sign of acknowledgement that says, thank you, fellow driver. Your courtesy has made my commute Ooh. a little easier. Do you get that in Melbourne? Well, I would like to refute that advertiser. I'm sorry. Of, I kind of dis- disagree as well. I think the rudest drivers I've come across in Australia are right here in Adelaide. Um, Melbourne drivers are very good at merging because they yep. have to. Exactly. And they're very, very cooperative and they give you the little wave. I actually would say that I've had a lot of trouble with Adelaide drivers. I'm not quite sure what your experience is in 13, 10, 60, but mm. you know that little wave where you just try and nudge your way in and expect to come yeah. in, particularly when mm. traffic's not moving? Mm. 
just people just oblivious me, to seeing you and they don't want to let yeah. you in and they keep for driving. For me, it's not the wave. It's the people queuing across when there's a side street. So That's you're true. sitting trying to turn left on a side street and everyone's queuing and oblivious and they won't make eye contact with yeah. you. I actually think our driving here is rude. And I think people deliberately have their blinkers on and don't look in their peripheral vision, look sideways and try and help people out. I have to out. agree. You know I love this state, but I have Be to Be courteous. Mm. Help people out. Do you know that there's a term, have you ever heard the term a generous assumption? I have not. Right. So just recently I was trying to merge into on Port Road to go into work in the evening when it's busy about four o'clock. And someone's cut into me and I was just about to go, for God's sake, because I was mm. trying to let them in, but then someone else has cut through mm. and I'm sitting there going, for God's sake. Anyway, I remember this idea called a generous assumption. That's when you actually assume the best in people. I like right? that. And I thought, well, this person actually has been a little rude in this scenario, mm. right? Because I was going to let them in, but they've just cut straight through. And then I thought, you know what? If you assume that they're perhaps in a hurry and they're going to the hospital because they just found out their wife's sick, so they're rushing, it changes your mindset and you can assume positive intent. Okay. So if someone is doing that to you, Beck, mm. and you're annoyed or someone's not letting you in, assume something positive about them. Okay. Right? Mm. I like that. So you can be positive that they're a real rude What if prick. they even have a tissue box on the back of their... Um car, do I still assume that they're a good person? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, the stats are out um, and in a global survey said that Melbourne is the friendliest city on the planet. Adelaide's not in the top 10. In fact, there's no other Australian but city in the actually, top 10. Actually, can I just say, I think that's the wake up call Adelaide needs. I think we can be friendlier. I, I honestly do. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you, particularly yeah. on the roads. We're talking about the little traffic wave because the article in the paper say, no, Adelaide, we give the traffic wave, we let people in. Uh, not by my experience. Uh, Ash from Barossa. Uh, Ash, you're a bus driver. Tell us what's really happening on the roads. You're at the coalface. Well, yeah, definitely. Driving along South Road, Yep. you never get let in when you need a merge. Yep. And, oh, it's horrendous. It's supposed to be quicker, but it's not. <laughs> well, Ash, do you know the one thing I notice? You know when you're waiting to get let in, if you're coming in from a side street, I love the people when you look at them and they're either blocking where you could come in anyway and they're just oblivious and they won't even acknowledge and wave and go, oh, sorry, I've stuffed up and mm. gone a bit far in the traffic jam. I can't let you in. But they just oh, keep yes. looking straight. And no matter if you're sort of looking, they're trying to get their attention. They look straight and pretend they can't see you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you can definitely see them tense up and go. Oh, I'm Oops. not looking. I'm Oops. not looking. <laughs> they're not looking. Yes. Do you know, what? I do enjoy it when people acknowledge, and sometimes they try and reverse. They're like, oh, whoops, and they sort of try and. Like, well, at least they make the effort. Exactly, they make yeah. the effort. Um, Ash, if you could do it, if you could give our rating uh, for the driving that you you witness as a as a bus driver out of ten, how would you rate Adelaide, honestly? Sure. Probably about a three band generous. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's not good. I'm with you. Mate, thanks right. for the call, brother. Let's really appreciate also, that. Also, customer mm. service. If you walk into a shop, say hello to the yeah, customers. Well, don't walk into the telco that I walked into. Yeah. <laughs> I'm meant to have an appointment at 11 a.m. that I've waited three days <laughs> oh, for. God. Today, mm. I walked in there and I'll tell you what. There was no hello. In fact, there was a, no, we don't have oh walk-ins, even though we're a retail right. business. Still, still on this. Still SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.